We're barefooting, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Liverpool and Spurs need to pick themselves up after losing in the Champions League. Cardiff desperately need a win too. And will Brendan Rodgers get his revenge? Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. What about that free kick, eh? Oh, straight, <laughs> straight in. Straight, straight in. in with that, are you? Right. Starting oh, with the cherry on top. My giddy family. That was <laughs> different class. Wasn't it just? I mean, he's, complete, he's dealing in a completely different currency to the rest of mm. football players in the world. The ball hits the apex, then it sort of drills down at a faster speed than when it left his foot. Yeah. I just, I, I can't figure it out. He doesn't like, his run up is not particularly sort of vigorous, if you know what yeah, I mean, and intense. Takes about three steps. He side foots it. Yeah. It's in, and the, and the way the free kick was for old mess was um, I won't ask you if you've seen it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, um, it was fairly straight. Mm. So that w- w- oddly, you have a lot more to do. Well, he because the goalkeeper's it, he, not. He moved the ball in, but let's make that very clear. He and he stole a couple of yards. Is all I'm saying. Did I, he? No, yeah. that was Yuri Geller helping him. With the ball. <laughs> uh, I, I think because you know, Allison <laughs> was over slightly one side, but not as fully one side as he may have been if it was at more of an angle. And the way he just wraps his foot around the ball, it smashes the net. And the way, quite frankly, Gary Lineker and Rio Ferdinand disgracefully <laughs> celebrated that showed real lack yeah, of I, class I, and character. When pundits enjoy football, <laughs> yeah. they should be completely neutral. But this, by the like way, someone conducting a murder investigation. I tell you what, yeah, they should, should, be, they should have long jackets on and a polystyrene cup at all times, and say, and say, he's done it before. And he's going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. They should Unless have to like, be injected with something to yeah. like, kind of relax but their muscles. The interesting part of that is that it's, it's a fairly recent thing for mm-hmm. footage like that of, of when when mm. they're not broadcasting to be shown. It's because yes. of social media and yes. people want to show extra content and get people to watch their shit. Mm-hmm. We get all that. The very idea that, <laughs> that pundits and supporters and, and presenters haven't celebrated goals back in the day. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. And and I also think that um, this this levelling the, at them of... of Oh, it's because they play for Everton and because they play for Man United and because they play for Barcelona. Do you know what? That may well play into it. But what you watched in that video there were two mm. people who love football, something that unites all of us, us doing this, people listening, mm. and it's the love of the game which keeps it all going. They're doing a job they love. I imagine if someone had scored a free kick like that for another team, mm. they would have celebrated just as vigorously. Now, I know that Lineker's got a massive thing about Messi. He loves him and he always yeah. talks about him and I get that. But that aside... I don't think anyone would disagree, surely, that if it was someone else who scored a goal of that greatness, they wouldn't be celebrating. Yeah, it's nice also, see. I mean, yeah. it is nice to see. Um, they're not neutral. You know, they can professionally be as much as they want. They care about the clubs they've played for, the clubs they've supported. Like, because no, there's no such thing as absolute objectivity in the world anyway. And it's, it's really daft to expect um, people to round their emotions in like that. I understand it if it's like... If Hugh Edwards opened the news by going, Gavin Williamson has been sacked today, get in! Yeah. And then yeah. people might, you know, rightly take issue with that. Yeah. But it's, it's not the same. No. Well, and also as well, you're in one of the greatest cathedrals of football, mm. watching possibly the greatest player of all time do something in which you think, oh, we, surely we've seen all of Messi's tricks. Mm. We've seen it all, surely. In a and game he, where he was relatively quiet yeah. by his own standards as yeah. well. He pulls out that in a Champions League set, the occasion and all the rest of it, to not be moved somewhat by yeah. that. You'd have to be a robot. <laughs> you should be doing the job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, you're not, if you're not passionate about it and yeah. you can't get passionate about that, you should not be Do doing that job. you remember former Real Madrid player, Michael Owen, running around the desk when Barcelona came back against PSG? Yeah. I mean, Real Madrid fans, maybe they were, I don't know, going, hang on a minute, what are you celebrating he, Barcelona? And he is one of the most boring people in yeah. football. And look what football did to him. <laughs> exactly. Let's but all let's, get on board with football. Let's not fall into the trap 
of talking more about that than talking about the goal itself because the goal itself is the most important thing. And I, and I think it is really difficult to to assess and to understand, even if you watch football all the time, exactly what we're witnessing with Lionel Messi. And I, I do think that when he retires and moves on, and I hope it's not for a long time, but when he does, we'll be able to look back in retrospect and, and people who are more learned than me will be able to say, this is what he means to the mm. game. This is what he's achieved. But I, I, th- I, I do think that there are certain things that it's not easy to comprehend because the human brain is only so big and you can only understand mm-hmm. things to a certain extent. For example, if someone, a great example would be, you know when they publish that first picture of the black hole, yeah. right? And they start talking about, and it's amazing, but mm-hmm. they start talking about things like, you know, that's 40 million light years away. Yeah. And which, which basically means it'll take you 40 million years traveling at the speed of light to get there. The numbers just become very big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like evolution. It took millions and millions of years, right? You can't comprehend it. I wonder if you can comprehend exactly how good Lionel Messi is purely because he's he's still standing out and doing these things, mm. surrounded by people, other athletes, who if they walked into just about any football pitch anywhere in the world would be by far the best football player. Yet he still looks head and shoulders above yeah. all of them. And very, very quickly, if I can finish, just, just quickly. I remember playing with a guy when I was a kid. Name who, me. Who came, <laughs> who came from Plymouth Argyle and he was released by Plymouth Argyle because he wasn't good enough. Mm. And they were they were in the bottom tier of professional football at that point. He was only 21, life ahead of him, was a great athlete and he was brilliant. We played just a normal Saturday standard, so nothing special. And I think he scored somewhere like 27 goals um, from midfield in about mm. three months. And it was amazing to even play with him. Right, He was released by Plymouth. Mm. Okay, Lionel Messi is making people 100 levels or so above him look stupid. Mm. It's impossible to comprehend. Yeah. Pete, you, uh, you rate Lionel Messi, don't you? Uh, I think he's better than Luke's friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I agree with that. What, what I was going to say was that he, PK and Busquets are on for their third treble under yeah. different managers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it is amazing. Even if you just stack it up with, with his trophy haul by the end of it, anyone who had never even seen Messi play will go, oh my God. And that won't tell half the story as you're mm. alluding to there. It is... It's just, I've never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it. Well, yes, Liverpool undone by Barcelona. Is yeah, it wide I, score, I, I, the score doesn't really reflect the game, No, I, I think Jurgen Klopp's right when he said that's probably one of our better performances. But he said, well, he said that it was like, their best away. Leo Messi just kind of just, just, just grabbed all the They had a few a chances, bit. didn't they? They had a few chances. I, I think I wrote on the WhatsApp group saying that they could get something out of this. Yeah, Barcelona yeah, yeah, yeah. were dropping passes. There was a lot of hist- down there, to be fair. No, nah, there was a lot of histrionics. There was a lot of like, I think Barca mm. could see Liverpool come back you, in the game. You, you, and there was a lot of Throwing, throwing the floor, everyone rolling around and all that stuff that, that you get when you want to take control of a match and slow it down a little bit because Liverpool are obviously a very quick team on the break. Um, and then, of course, Messi's, uh, you know, if Suarez, that, that ball doesn't drop to Messi, yeah. um, it's a different story. Mm. If Messi isn't Messi, if, if Salah puts if in that Ter one isn't, yeah. isn't a, uh, it isn't an amazing goalkeeper that night, maybe he has a, an off day, uh, those balls are coming. Milner, he scored a fucking cracking yeah. goal. He hit it was it some, right at Stegen, though, didn't he? If Salah didn't, doesn't whack the ball against the post, well, if he it scores was really... Again, if he scores that goal 3-1, you think, OK, he's a bit of hope there. I think if you offered 3-1 to clock before the game, would have taken it. Yeah. At the same because they're know. potent at home but just quickly I, I disagree slightly with you guys purely because I think if we're going to go down that road of if this and if that Barcelona, Barcelona probably with better decisions in the final third could have probably scored mm. six or seven I also yeah. think that Barcelona really should have won that 4-0 with a Dembele chance late on yeah. and also the thing with the goalkeeper I always find this really interesting when people say oh, if the goalkeeper hadn't done this or that goalkeeper plays for the team do you know what I mean mm. they, they count as, as, and, and, as and, 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 and I do th- I do think that um, something Klopp said a while back about I, I I don't know what game it was about, actually, but I, I vaguely remember Klopp saying, if you go to these kind of places, like a hedgehog, and mm, just roll up right, and hope yeah. it goes away, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you're going to get done in any way. Yeah. So I do really respect the idea that he he thinks the best way of taking on these 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 kind of teams isn't the Chelsea way back in mm-hmm. 2012, whenever it was. Yeah, just where they just try and nick it. He does he does really go, you know, head to head and, and really mm. try and take them on. And I do think that's worthy of of some respect. I think it's a really big ask for them. But the, but I, the reason I say three one they'd have taken it is because I think they know how good they are at Anfield and how many goals yeah. they can score. And their record at Anfield in recent seasons is very, very good. The problem a... now is you, it's going to be very, very difficult to stop Barcelona scoring, isn't it? Especially yeah, goal, if you've yeah. got well, a Essentially, goal they'll have to win by a four-goal margin. Mm. Unless they win 3-0 and goes to penalties or something. But really, a four-goal margin. Can you see Barcelona not scoring, though? No, no. I, I cannot see Liverpool beating Barcelona by a four-goal margin. So if they did, it would be one of the greatest nights in the history of the flipping competition. But you know, it was, it was at Roma before 4-1 down last year after the first leg. Yeah, yeah that's true. Back one three nil. Yeah, so, but Barcelona but, don't seem the sort of team to let that kind of thing happen twice, though, do they? They do learn from those yeah. like odd humblings. Can I just say before it gets lost, for Messi's first goal, Suarez's knee yeah, that came sort of, back off the post, the, off the crossbar, amazing. it's been yeah. sort of forgotten a bit. If that had gone in, oh, yeah. that would have been as impressive <laughs> as the free kick. Really, like who, who, yeah. what quick thinking, great what improvisation. Yeah, who here was surprised to see Luis Suarez celebrate so vociferously? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's fine, though, isn't it? I'm yeah, not yellow for him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Will he celebrate at that Anfield if he scores? If he does, fair enough. Absolutely, yes, he will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. he'll, he'll bite the badge. I, I, I've said <laughs> what we've all said about how you know Liverpool are a good team and and they were beaten soundly last night, whatever the circumstances. I, I I'm going to get a lot of stick, certainly from a couple of people in here for saying this. I genuinely think Newcastle have got a chance against Liverpool. This <laughs> Well, I, I do. think this I is a, that is a very, very tiring. Does, game any, to does come anyone back share from. this? Thought? I think Newcastle uh, can be very uh, uh, tight at the back, um, and if they and if it, it could it comes out of exhaustion, and that's the only way. Yeah. That, uh, Newcastle are in good form though. Got, New, and Liverpool's record away at Newcastle is actually quite mm, poor, isn't it? Yeah, they've, they're, they're very they've organized. Had the a couple of times. They're very organized. They're very well drilled, but it depends on what kind of uh, game that uh, Rafa Rafa wants. Really, mm. they can even have like the the cut and dry, like just just pack the box and then try and get something on, on, on the break, have Ron and uh, hold it up for, well, Perez or whoever's running on. But it's going to be very difficult for them. I, 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 in my heart, heart I, I do think Liverpool will probably have this one because they need this one. And, yeah, they've, got, I th- and they've got depth. And to be honest, they made a couple of changes uh, last night and they could revert to their original um, setup. Yeah, I, I wonder if Shakiri will come in as well mm. because um, like, they probably will need to rotate after. Because that's, that's a draining game against Barcelona. To get nothing from that as well, the way they exerted themselves. Mm. You know, and they, they, they had 52% uh, possession against yeah, Barcelona. And they yeah. had to make a change quite, um, quite, quite early on, I guess. Off, yeah. Yeah. The Newcastle are 8-1 to one to beat Liverpool on Saturday night. £10 with bet, three six five returns, £90 including stakes. Do you, do you give Newcastle any sort of chance? Well, sounds, like, I, sounds like you do, Luke. Yeah. I, I do, I do, I genuinely do. Well, I, a little bit in, in terms of the form they've been in, um, and how will Liverpool respond to this? You know, we saw when different circumstances, I know, against a better side, but when Manchester City were beaten by Spurs, uh, and then they played Spurs again, it mm. was kind of to pick themselves up in that Champions League, a bit nervy, and blah blah blah. Uh, I wonder, <laughs> but I, but it's a bit different circumstances there. No, I think Liverpool will win the match, quite quite frankly. Okay, I th- and, and and actually, from what you were saying against Barcelona, without going over that too much, I thought one nil they dominated the game for about twenty twenty five minute period, and I thought they were brilliant. You've got to score when you're on top, mm. and had they have done, it would have been a different story. If, but they didn't. Man, if Man City were playing like like Saturday at three pm or something. The and they on. and they dropped a couple of points, maybe. Uh, I would sort of see, uh, you know, Liverpool absolutely putting uh, right on the side. Yeah. So. Um, I, I I did have a very brief look at the head-to-head record between Newcastle and Liverpool over recent seasons, and barring a couple of bit really big wins, 
Liverpool have had. I, I, I haven't got it in front of me, so it's quite frustrating because it's poor by me. But I, I, mm. I think their record against against Newcastle away is quite patchy. But when you say barring a couple of big, wins, oh, they beat them like six nil once. Yeah, so we have to. We can't remove that though from the record. <laughs> Not even to illustrate a point that I thought to make. <laughs> well, is it a point or a hope? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Either, I don't either way, I win. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't particularly hope one or the other. To be honest, mm. I just, I just, um, I just sometimes look for reasons why. Um, something might not go and look, you expected know, on, on Boxing Day Liverpool beat Newcastle 4 at Anfield but if you look over the last few seasons does it matter then? the record at St James's Park has been Newcastle 2 Liverpool 0 Newcastle 1 Liverpool 1 Newcastle 1 Liverpool 0 mm. Newcastle 2 Liverpool 2 Newcastle 0 Liverpool 6 so I'm not saying Newcastle haven't beaten them <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool haven't won at St James's Park for 6 years Oh. Wow, and also Newcastle don't need to beat them for it to you know to make a difference. Absolutely, yeah. good yeah. point. And yeah. they've won six of their last seven Premier League home matches. So Rafa's boys, yeah, it, I mean, it would, that would, would Benitez be a, love it or would he hate it? He'd I, probably prefer Liverpool to win the league, wouldn't he? Probably, he probably if would. Liverpool but score a goal, Newcastle are going to lose the match. All right, okay. yeah, All that's right. what I'm. There about. we are. We're ready to move on, gentlemen. Bournemouth hosts Spurs. Spurs was lost one 0 at home to Ajax. They lost for Tongan through a very nasty injury yeah, as well. Um, I think, though, that, uh, again, it's all about which phase of the game you want to kind of hone in on. Spurs will be disappointed to have lost the game, absolutely. Um, but I think when Ajax went 1-0 up, <laughs> I think if you'd have said to a Spurs fan, this will stay at 1-0, in yeah. that moment, they mm. might well have taken it. Of yeah. course, into the second half when they were putting a bit of pressure without creating many meaningful chances, really, they might have wanted a one all draw. But my goodness, Ajax, when they turned it on for that little period in the first, or, or big period in the first half, they looked brilliant. And I think that for, really, it would be a fascinating encounter in the final if Ajax were to play Barcelona. Yeah, and I think aside from the supporters of the respective clubs left in the competition that mm. aren't Ajax, surely every neutral wants to see Ajax win this. Wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? It would be absolutely <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. I mean, they won't, surely. Well, uh, hang, what, what are you laughing <laughs> at? I'm not You just laughed and went, well, they won't, surely. They're 1-0 up against Spurs. Jesus. Oh, no, sorry. No, I mean, like, against Barcelona in the final. Why, why would they surely like not win that? I punch him. Like, yeah. it, never but seen I'm, you so no, I'm just surprised that you dismissed them straight away. Why, this is a side who've won at Real Madrid, Juventus, Spurs, I understand yeah, and they're only better. just clinching the Dutch title. It's it's, it's not it, well me, against a, a very good PSV side. It's, uh, they are a different class, Barcelona. Look at the state of them. I, no, I, look, if it happens, I th- I, I'm I'll be su- the first to say. I'm it surprised it you're so quick to dismiss. If, if you're in the yeah, because the, the more broad point is, if you're in the semi-finals, you've got you know you've got a chance of winning it. Yeah, no, but, chance, but I, I think if Barcelona were going to choose either, I don't know. Manchester City. They'd, they'd, they'd rather play Spurs they, than they, Ajax. Yeah, they'd rather play Spurs. They'd rather play yeah. Manchester City than Ajax. But but like I, I they're not going to get beaten by Ajax. And if they do, fair, you know, well done them. For, it's just not <laughs> happening. It's not happening. Did you see them last night? It's not happening. Well, all right. They only need half chances. Look at look at Suarez's goal. There was nothing there. He just ghosted and put well, a I'll tell you the, what, Van Dijk escaped the criticism he should have got for that because that was poor by him. It was a bit poor. I forgot by to him. say that earlier, actually. He's got away with that. Yeah. He'll be delighted to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the game between Spurs and I actually. And, um, and I have to agree with you, Marcus. The first sort of 15 minutes, I think the goal was exactly 15 minutes. Um, it looked like it might become a damage limitation job. Mm. There's something that really interestingly happened and I have to confess I haven't actually seen back close up the, the thing that happened with Tonga it was down the other end I knew that he went off and I've seen some reports talking about concussion and all the rest of it and clearly there's a lot of work to be done around head injuries in football and we don't need to go too deep into that because it's pretty cut and dried um, what it did do though was provided maybe a four or five minute stoppage 
which completely killed Ajax's momentum. Yeah. I don't know if that came across on the TV, but on in the stadium itself, the Spurs were kind of comfortable, mm-hmm. bar maybe one other chance going into to halftime. They came mm-hmm. out at halftime early. Mm-hmm. They looked bang up for it. And I thought they controlled large parts of the second half mm-hmm. of Spurs without really threatening, as you say. Now, there's an element to it, I suspect, that Ajax were comfortable with them having the ball to about 30 yards yeah, out. Yeah, hit them on the break. And they, and they had probably a bit more in the locker. And, and they, they, they should have so scored close, the second. They so have, close to getting that second. Should have mm. scored it. And um, the reality for Spurs, unfortunately, and not maybe not necessarily unfortunately, because they're in the semi-final of the Champions League and that's a great achievement. They didn't really have much choice around the, the team they picked, mm, no. the options off the bench. Whacking up with the I big mean, man. They ended yeah. up bringing on, um, of course they brought on Sissoko, who did well, but they ended up bringing on Ben Davis and Juan Foyce, both to play at fullback. And it's kind of like, yeah. well, at the very top table with respect to those two players, Ben Davis is probably going to be moved on and has got really lost whatever pace he had. Juan Foyce is a really exciting young player, but it's a, it's a lot to ask for him to ex- affect a game at that level at this point in his career. So um, for them to stay, still be in the tie, I think is a good thing. Mm. And if they score early against Ajax away, it could be a really interesting mm. thing. But I think Ajax are firm favourites now. It's one of those things though, isn't it, where their mission is the same. They were always going to have to go and score a goal, uh, at least you would think. Mm. So, I mean, the, the bare minimum requirement is exactly the same. It feels like it's, you know, one nil down at half time is not impossible to overturn. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have to go and get an away goal anyway. So it's... Little, by the way, Jim, little Dicky Bird tells me Harry Kane might actually be fit for a second there. Oi, Son will be back. He's definitely back. Son being back will be absolutely huge. Yeah. You know? um, did you see at half-time in that game, Paul Scholes' son, Aaron, tweeted. <laughs> so good. Amazing. He tweeted a message directed at uh, Matthias Licht, De Licht uh, saying that despite his desire to see the Dutch defender side for Manchester United, he should go and enjoy his career at Barcelona because Man United are wank and have a team full of bellends. <laughs> Mm. It's, I mean, it's, it's funny, I'm Paul Scholes and I approve this message. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's nothing that, you know, any other 19 year old Man United supporting lad isn't posting on Twitter every weekend. No. I love how he takes after his father. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can't sort of think about Paul Scholes as a kid because I know the joyless little copper slug he's come from. Right? Oh. Saw, oh. saw, what did you call him? A joyless little copper, copper slug. slug. <laughs> he means gin, his penis. Not little ginger, little, little slug <laughs> popping out of the shorts. Remember that? Yeah. He yeah. did. When he gave everyone that, a little that, treat. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what gave that child life. <laughs> oh, well, oh, it's it's raining. I'll have a little look Pete. around, see what's going on. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if I may be so bold, mm. that's very much the quiver, the testicles with the arrows right, in that okay. situation. It's uh, not uh, the delivery yeah, mechanism, okay. really, isn't it? It's not really the actual source the of trebuchet. the trebuchet. Yeah, it's not the, the source of trebuchet. The, I don't think yeah. you're, uh, you're respecting hey, enough source. Of, of how much his mum played a part in that. Yeah, true. Paul Scholes, it was probably more of a minority job, if you see what I mean. Scholes just whacked it in from 30 yards out. Yeah. He was there. He... <laughs> and, he, and, and, and when he held the him in his arms. Room, when he... From the next room, through a surface, like those oh. little doors you get to serve food. When he held him in his arms the first time, he said, You, son, will grow up to slag off a quite frankly subpar Man United team in the future, and I'll be very proud of you. Absolutely. No, he flew out of volley and 30 yards. Yeah. Bang. But the, I mean, um, Spurs, though, they're still third with two games to go. Two points above Chelsea, four above Arsenal. I mean, that, just nobody wants that flipping full spot, do they? It's absolutely ridiculous. Weird. They still be big favourites, Spurs, for that. I think, you know, they go... And, well, third, they should surely finish third, won't yes, they? Because the other sides have, so. have had their chance and they've, and they've uh, sodded it up. But the draw between Bournemouth and Spurs is... Um, 13 to 5 with Bet365, £10 returns, 36, including stake. Um, this is at... Bournemouth, right? Yes. Yeah. I think Spurs pumped Bournemouth at Wembley, didn't they? It's about 5 0. Yeah, uh, they might. That was on they, Boxing Day um, as well. I think they, they average, smashed them. Same they average, them. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they average 3.1 goals uh, a Premier League game against Bournemouth, um, which is 
their their best ratio against any side. What do you think the score? What, what do you think the score? I think it's going to be a Spurs win. I think it might nil. be three point one nil. Yeah, I think it'll be maybe <laughs> two nil, three one Spurs. Something like that. I think it'll be a two goal margin. I think Spurs have enough to. Because Bournemouth are quite patchy, aren't they? They started being very good at home. But exactly what I was going to say. You never know what you're going to get with Bournemouth. They've got this amazing combination with Fraser and Wilson, who I believe are both. I think are both. Is available. it the best partnership of all time? Um, there's some kind of weird assets sorry assets assists stat yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but they and I think although Bournemouth have got a lot of players missing I do believe that um, Fraser and Wilson are not among the injured so they should play mm. excellent excellent oh and, and um, I already said the odds didn't I good you okay did. great lovely old Good job old. and now ladies and gentlemen it's time for emails with PT Don Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet ah! you've got mail bad bees bad bees hello to um, well hello to Henry Pilot Henry, testicle memories, Winkler. Not that one. Just Oliver Bailey. You. Oliver yeah. Bailey is memory. I always I always reply yeah. with memes mm. and the sunglasses mm. emoji and every tweet. Well, he wanted to throw some of the Ramble regulars into the signature in hopes that it might uh, increase the odds of uh, getting read out. And well, it he's, worked. He's got it, hasn't so he? What are they signing off as? Pilot Henry, testicle memories, Winkler. <laughs> I think his name actually might be Henry Winkler. That's great. Fantastic. Um, the Fonz. Greetings from Colorado. He's from America as well. So he's just, Could he's actually be the Fonz. Maybe the fun. yeah. Did the Fonz move to Colorado? He moved to Denver. Uh, I typically Changes listen, his address all the time. I typically, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's always in a toilet. He doesn't, have a, he doesn't have a home, is he? He just lived in a toilet. Yeah, you, looking, back on it, looking back on it, a man whose office, self, self-styled self office in quotes, was a men's, men's public toilet. toilet yeah. It doesn't look that cool looking back on it. No, no it doesn't. He, he's, he looks a bit um, deviant now. It does, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he's a drama teacher in Barry now. So He was also in... Arrested Development and Scream 2 I'm going to say he's everything he's been in everything but we're going back years now Peter <laughs> I <laughs> typically listen to the <laughs> I typically listen to the weekly preview show during my Friday AM workout the timing is such that I'm usually home for the end of the show going through one of my other regular Friday morning duties i.e. cleaning out the cat litter box at the same time that you're doing Going for Gold. I thought that you'd appreciate the serum, worse, serendipitous <laughs> symmetry that as you were digging through your brains for the players of the week, I'm digging through cat litter, litter for uh, feline Think excrement. about the emails, Mark and Jim, that haven't made it into this show. <laughs> I know. I think that's good. That's a nice little bit of... Uh, nice little image. You <laughs> have that's been... the end of it. Anyway, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben Holden. You have been hoodwinked. And you know you have as well, but you go with it. I've been hoodwinkled. Uh, <laughs> ben Holden. Hey, gents. Uh, just a quick question about it's that messy freaky. Anyone else could do... <laughs> Anyone else could do the emails. I can speak of them. It's fine. Uh, hey, gents, just a quick question about that messy free kick last night, which was sublime. However, if Liverpool don't have a wall in place, then Alisson can surely stand in the centre of the goal and have more of a chance of saving it. Yeah. He wouldn't be saving that. It's, a good, it's a good as point, it though. It's a wall, fair point. The wall almost acts as a guide from Messi to pick his spot. I think that's why he prefers he preferred to hit a little bit in the centre of the goal rather than the side. You'd think well, that if you want to try to find an angle, you'd want to go a bit left or right, but he put it right in the centre because that does the... Give the keeper the Do you know what? The I, think, I think it's a good point well made, but I think it's a poor example. I, th- I think it, there was talk, wasn't there? And Marcus, you remember this better than me, I'm sure, that when Janino Penabacano was taking free kicks mm. back in the league yes. and yeah. goalkeepers were starting to remove walls yep. beyond a certain distance That's away right. because they get more view of it. But yeah. I do think, so it's a good point, but I do think that particular goal, you ain't saving that. You're not saving it. It's right in the top corner. Oh. It's been hit 100 mile an hour. And what are the defenders going to do? <laughs> Well, just, just stand, yeah, just stand, just stand around. Just stand watch. Around. Yeah. yeah, just watch. watch just yeah. watch and applaud. Try and header it yeah. off the line. Celebrate with Lineker and Ferdinand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Have you got a lot of irate Liverpool fans emailing? Uh, surprisingly few, to be honest. Uh, hello to uh, Josh. Hi, guys. Love the show. Don't love the comments. Post Leeds versus Aston Villa this week, though. Our downfall has been nothing to do with burnout, in inverted commas, or fatigue, like everyone slated it. That is a fair point, actually. Months prior. No, well, instead, we've simply not been clinical enough, and in the latter half of the season, played with far too much nerves, leading to misplaced passes and a lack of creativity. Josh, 
What I would say to that is, could you not put that down to fatigue? Well, yeah. no, absolute <laughs> mental fucking shutdown. Well, okay, yeah. so I, I think with Leeds, actually, that it doesn't appear to be the classic feels a burnout where it drops off a cliff like it did with Marseille, but they, they have dipped in form for whatever reasons. I, I would I would say that these things are mutually, not mutually exclusive. Right? Yeah, there's a, so, yeah, there's a good point in what Pete makes there. I think you agree, Mark, as well. But but I watched them play Brentford away yeah. and they had about 65% of the ball, mm. but it was dreadful stuff. Yeah. It was mm. just dreadful stuff. And you can talk about shots all you like, but as we all know, because we watched football for years as well, as well as the emailer, you know, if you're shooting from miles out or you're shooting right at the keeper or you're P-rolling them in, it doesn't tell the story, does it? Yeah. And I think that fatigue's played a massive part. As I said last week, they've dropped loads more points than the other teams around them. Mm-hmm. And if you, don't, if you the high energy, low squad it's number style it plays a part. Mental fatigue. Yeah, maybe it is part yeah. of that, yeah. Unprovable mental yeah. fatigue. Yeah. Mental fatigue, trying to hear fucking Bielsa say the word Ipswich. Yeah. <laughs> you got that there? What? Ipswich. Have you got another email? No. Okay. Show the football rumble.com if you want yeah. to get involved. Yeah. Lovely. Thanks, All Pete. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Let's go to an ad break. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Don't be left outside alone like Anastasia's friend. Get your tickets to the Football Ramble live. In the fall, the autumn, if you will, we are doing some live shows, aren't we, gentlemen? Yes, we are. Nottingham, Bournemouth, Leeds are three dates. We would very much like to see bums on seats. So get your fucking act together, people. <laughs> RambleLive.com. That's RambleLive.com. We want to see you, your glistening white eyes, me throwing a fluvia into the crowd. <laughs> it's going to be magnificent. Come and watch us I do think, our thing. I think Absolutely. if you buy a ticket... Between now and next Thursday, we will circumvent the GDPR rules right. and Pete will buy a pint for every person <laughs> who buys a ticket in that window. Mm. Okay. Yeah, is that I fair will, enough? I will have to hack the service of uh, whoever yeah. is supplying the tickets, but I will do that for you. Mr. Robot, you Mr. can do Mr. Robot. It. Mm. You'll buy a pint for everyone. Pete's always, listen, the one thing we can all agree on, Pete, some of his um, you know, lifestyle choices are questionable, but he, he's a very generous man at the bar. <laughs> All right. Pints and a fluvia at ramblelive.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pints of a fluvia. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Cardiff versus Crystal Palace. Mutt. Must win and a much win. Mun! A, a much needed win match uh, for Warnock's Warriors. Mun dressed as Cardiff. Other, Warnock's Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, warriors and Warriors, they're same. Otherwise, they are pretty much down. Toast. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've got I, to win, Jim. They've got to win. They, I fear Andros Townsend here. I've, I feel like yeah. this has been building up no, to something. The AT, the Star Wars AT. I think that Pete's probably going to be proved right. Oh, two games left, oh, though. Yeah. Two games left. Ajax can win the Champions League, but Andros Townsend can't score. Pathetic. Yeah. It's oh, you've good. used your ejector seat early there. Yeah. Uh, have I? Hold your nerve, man. Yeah. No, two I, games no, I said, I said probably, not definitely. We don't have a Bielsa. That's true. It's written all over no, your think, face. I though. think Ajax will win the Champions League. Do I you? think Andros Townsend will score a hat-trick this week. <laughs> <laughs> you see? 
You see, I dragged you one way and threw you back the other, you losers. Um, Brighton are away to Arsenal. Are are Arsenal going to do Cardiff a favour there? Or do themselves a favour? Maybe. I don't know. Or they're going to do Spurs another favour? I I don't know. There's a lot of favours going on there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't remember. Who needs what? If Arsenal were a rapper, they'd be favour, favour. (laughs) <laughs> I, I feel like um, Brighton at home is, is exactly the sort of game that Arsenal will, uh, will probably just no, well I think at this point it will probably um, it will be a little yeah. bit of a routine win one, and then they'll one mess one it up win. against Burnley on the last day yeah that sounds about right well if, if Cardiff can win here and Arsenal beat Brighton now that's very possible mm. very very possible it could set up as well it would set up a scenario where they need to beat Manchester United at Old Trafford on the final day and hope Man City beat Brighton it could be a very very nervy one for Brighton and if that because Arsenal should beat Brighton I know we've said that in the last sort of they're all without Aaron Ramsey his career is over that's absolutely heartbreaking how do you look back on that Jim yeah. how do you look back on Two Ramsey's words. career uh, I think Aaron Ramsey will genuinely go down as a legend of the club and uh, yeah he's, he's a fantastic professional and I'm absolutely gutted to, uh, mm-hmm. to see him leave and good. wish him nothing but success good to let him go though eh yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, get, no, get not better than we've. Is it, who, needs, who needs money? Is it, is he, it's, only, it's only money, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's only a good player, isn't it? You can't take it with you. A club legend, apparently. He's Let a club him legend. go. No, no, no. Right. I'm saying it's that only, is the it's ridiculous. Only, it's only money that you're going to spend on someone else. He might not be as good <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you <laughs> almost certainly won't be. Yeah. Is he going to get his little, his little, the back of him uh, put on the side of uh, the Emirates? Is there room? I hope so. I mean, he scored yeah. two winners in FA Cup finals. Is there a regret, Jim, among Arsenal fans? That okay. Marcus, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> is, there a, is there a regret that he obviously came to Arsenal very early in his career and he clearly has a, his best position is through the middle, right? Mm. Yet he's come along and he's matured at a time when they've had players like Ashavin, Ozil, mostly, I suppose. And so he's never really been able to force his way in and really show what he's truly capable of and maybe he might be even better than we even think yeah I think there is definitely a, a chance of that because when he first came back from, from that injury and had got a proper run together and was, was properly back in form and had, had had you know time to, uh, to, to you know just settle down into playing regularly again he had one of the best seasons of his life he was scoring a lot of goals from that position in midfield and he looked like we might have a sort of a Lampard or a Gerrard style mm. player on our, on our hands that could get you know maybe 10, 15 even more than that goals a season oh, from the shit. Premier League yeah. And um, it, that sort of that kind of dropped away a little bit as he was as he was you know shunted around and sometimes playing out wide. So certainly, I think yeah, if he if he played through the middle constantly, I think he would he would have scored more goals and, and made more goals. But you know he's he's been a fantastic servant he's for the club. Still only twenty eight, Jim. I really he is still only twenty eight. To... He, he you know what he's, there were times actually where he's had a lot of stick from from, from Arsenal fans at times because his his game isn't the quickest and he does maybe slow down uh, breaks sometimes. But he's never given anything less than than his than 100% and he's a fantastic athlete and professional imagine if he plays through the middle for Juventus feeding Ronaldo yeah. getting goals getting trophies and all I the think rest he will mm. yeah that wouldn't be a bad move of course but back to Palace uh, away to uh, Cardiff of course um, it is an interesting weekend for, for, mm. for those sides of course uh, I, I think the, the, the neutral the more um, I, I suppose if you want to see a bit more drama, you would want to see Cardiff win mm. and Brighton yeah, lose sure. to set up that last day. Now again, it's Cardiff... a shame if there's nothing to play for on the last. Sure, day. Yeah, if, we, if we have the title race and the relegation scrap going to the last day, we'll all be yeah. delighted with that. And they're slightly linked with Man City involved, you would think. Yeah. But if Cardiff win that game, as I say, Brighton are going to be thinking, oh, if only Glenn Murray to put that chance. I, 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 and it really is a big game, and not least because to add to what you're saying, Marcus, I give Cardiff a much better chance of winning at Old Trafford than I do Brighton beating Man City. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, it could be all to play for. Um, Andros Townsend is eight to one to score first in this game, guys. 
Uh, £10 with Bet365 will return £90, including stake. Well, he's, he's been on the bench for a bit, but, you know, let's hope he starts for that one. Um, well, if Palace can win their remaining fixtures against Cardiff and Bournemouth, they'll reach 49 points, which would equal their best ever points tally in the Premier League. Mm. That And they reached 49 points in 92-93. When 22 teams, t- 22 teams were in the league, they finished 20th and were relegated with 49 points. Wow. That's when they would have played 42 games. Yeah, so, yeah, there was. Okay. Um, but they went down 49 points. Still, yeah. That's, that's, that's unbelievable, crazy, isn't it? 92 93. Mm. Not wow. mad. Yeah, so, this is a tough one for Cardiff as well because Palace's away form is brilliant. Like, yeah, they're better away amazing. from home. I think since they? the start of the year, only only Man City have more away points. Yeah. Well, I think I think Palace they they want to win. They want to to equal their their best points tally in, in the league and, uh, and whatnot. I don't think they can finish top half. I think maybe eleventh is the best they can finish that's, off the top of my head. That but, season, Nottingham Forest came bottom with mm. forty points. Yeah, madness. wow. There we go. I mean, eh? There was a few more points there because obviously there's a few more games. But yeah, still, absolutely, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the only time they finished in the top half of the Prem, I think they finished tenth, was in 2014-15 when Neil Warnock himself was in charge for a bit and was succeeded by Alan Pardew. Mm. Shut your noise. All right. I shall do. Uh, let's move on to Manchester City versus Leicester. Brendan Rogers teeth. 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 teeth. Rogers revenge. I Manchester was, uh, City fans. It's coming to a home near you. I was watching a spin of teeth. I was watching a YouTube uh, video of um, a Liverpool dentist basically talking about all of the Liverpool footballers he's worked on over the years, from Klopp to uh, everyone else who's got lovely white teeth. Uh, for me, he didn't do for me. For me no, did, no for me, those were forged in a, the nearest star. <laughs> mm. <laughs> They're very bright. But that, I think Firmino, Firmino had uh, a list of um, colours he could go for, and he went. And it was like five to one how how white he wanted them. And he went, I want minus whatever. I want like it more Did whiter it? than anyone else. Whiter than snow. And you can bloody tell, can't you? You can. They look Klopp, almost blue. Was this the interview Klopp was talking about this? No, well, I don't know. It was a, de- a dentist was basically talking about how he's worked on like everyone's teeth. Oh, because Klopp was talking about his teeth, and he was like, "Oh, they're not as they're not as like bright as uh, Firmino's." Yeah, so, like so Klopp saw Firmino's. Firmino rocked up at the training ground. And he was like, oh, they're nice like... Nashers. Let's yeah. have a bit of that." Well, Klopp says said didn't he that he uh, sometimes he walks past Firmino and he, and he sees his smile and he thinks to himself, "And there's a man with a good dentist." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's preview this game by only talking about teeth. Mm. Um, mm. Okay. I also wanted to say that in the interview, Klopp that gave said that Maurizio Sarri about Maurizio Sarri says I love Maurizio Sarri is doing his press conferences and his glasses are on his head. He doesn't care whatsoever. He is a cool guy, one hundred percent. Right. Love What's he got to do with Man City v Leicester? Uh, Nothing. All right. I just wonder. Yeah, we're talking about Klopp in a little but, interview. The reason why I'm saying this is because I am going to link it back to Klopp purely via you, right? Because you've you've included kind of a lot of information here about Man City v Leicester. Yeah, and I appreciate. I was it. about to do a brilliant link, but you've ended it by saying. Brendan Rodgers is Jurgen Klopp's landlord. He is, and that is that's all I want to talk about. Now. <laughs> well, they were, well, I can't they, think of anything else. Well, when Sorry, Liverpool, what's this got to do with Man City? <laughs> <laughs> when Liverpool played uh, something at the start of the season, a charity match, I think Jurgen Klopp was saying that he was really looking forward to meeting his landlord and that's right. talking about the pool and the electrics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So uh, I hope you can sort a few things out there. Also on, on Boxing Day, by the way, yeah. Leicester beat on Boxing Day again. Le- Leicester beat Man City two one, didn't they? Yeah. See, I feel like if there's going to be a twist, surely it's going to be Leicester who yeah. are going to deliver it. The most interesting team in possibly all of football. I think the idea that you know Cloud Puel made them a bit boring and predictable yeah. is sort of like against nature. Yeah. And I, I feel like He's paid maybe the price. this will. Brandy wants. Brandy will want this. You're on board with Roger's revenge, aren't you? I, I sort of am. I yeah. sort I'm on board am. with his. What's happening in his head? He wants to be a part of the narrative. He wants to be part of this. But it's whether his players can do it. Weekend at Brendy's. Weekend at Brendy's. <laughs> what would, what would, weekend at Burnley's, but with Brendan Rogers, what happens? Um, 
He would just refuses to die. He just brush teeth, brush your teeth all the time. <laughs> uh, how are the how are the uh, how are the uh, the pipes? They're all key. How <laughs> <laughs> are you getting on there, Klopp? All key. Um, but yeah, I, I think that uh, that Leicester they're in reasonably decent form, having won five out of their last seven. Christian Fuchs said that they want to win the match to he, boost. He's their... played no games. He's played no... well. He Three, can still say that he friend of the ramble, of course. Big friend of the ramble, no mm. folks given. He says that uh, they want to win the match to boost their sort of slight chances of, of Europa League. I think they need certain things to go their way and mm. yeah. uh, and whatnot. Uh, but but they, there's still a slight possibility. But Leicester will be up for this, and I'm going to map out to you <coughs> um, what I think is going to happen in, in Mourinho style. Oh. Mm. oh yes, I am. So I think that Leicester will go one nil up through a James Madison free kick. He's very predicted today, isn't he? He's yeah. very predicted. This is what I was there. In the first half, then I think Man City are going to start worrying. They're going to start putting on the pressure. Into the second half, they find an equaliser through Raheem Sterling. Nice curler into the corner. Then they push on. But Leicester are withstanding it. But they push on, they push on. They leave the back door open. And Jamie Vardy walks straight through that back door. Makes it 2-1 at the end of the game. And Liverpool are in pole position to lose against Wolves on the final <laughs> <of> the <season>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, if you are Bran, one of... Bran Stark there. <laughs> yeah. One of his three-eyed crawlers. There you go. Him. If you yeah, are Raven. one of uh, Speller's soldiers, <laughs> a fancy <laughs> lesson to do the business against Man City, throwing the title race into disarray. It's 16 mm-hmm. to 1 with bet 365. £10 returns £170, including stake, should Brendan Rogers' teeth be successful. <laughs> <laughs> BR. Bleacher BRT. Report. BRT. Get your yeah. Bleacher's Report's logo should be just Brendan Rodgers' teeth. teeth yeah. <laughs> Get your teeth into that. Yeah. All right, Luke, what is our best bet with Bet365? It's a Mike Dean special. Oh, hey. excellent. We've had a lot of emails about Mike Dean this weekend, re-best bet, because he is obviously um, refereeing, taking charge of mm-hmm. Man City against Leicester, uh, Manchester City against Spellers Soldiers. Leicester and we've got an email here I've chosen one almost entirely at random from Jim McIntyre who says with Man City not playing until Monday night against Leicester the pressure may well be on who better to cope with refereeing when the eyes of the world are on them than Mike Dean Uh, could the man from the Wirral do the Merseyside as a favour my guess is no definitely not Bet365 currently has Man City penalty being scored at 11-4 so £50 return, £187.50, including stake, should Man City get a penalty and score it. He says they're likely to be camped in the Leicester half and have plenty of touches in the opposition's box. And Mr. Showbiz is in charge. It's probably a recipe for fireworks. <laughs> so um, £50 at uh, 11 to 4 uh, on Man City to score a penalty against Leicester is £187.50 uh, return, including stake. With all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK, you must be age of 18 or over to gamble. And for more information about responsible gambling, go to begambleaware.org. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Going for Gold. So Let's go for gold. I've got a mystery footballer in my iPhone and I'm going to um, be giving you clues pertaining to that footballer and you've got to guess who it is. Some people complain online that you always explain the rules beforehand, but I think it's important. Mm. I think it's important, but there might be mm. new listeners. Exactly. Do you think uh, Genesis Jigsaw would be, uh, you know, do you think they'd be <laughs> JJ's sleep, Jigsaw? Actually. Caught sleeping at the wheel? No. JJ's Jigsaw. Yeah, but then I'd have to explain who JJ was. That's a problem, isn't it? Jermaine Genus. Formerly known as Jermaine Genus. Looks like Gareth Gates. Not really sure how that. Uh, what was it? What did he used to be called? Hey, huh? what did he used to be called? You, Gareth Gates. Gareth Ajar. Gareth. Yeah, Gareth. Yeah, Gareth Gates. Um, Sam. <laughs> Sam came up with these clues. Thank you, Sam. Here are some clues for a criminally underrated footballer. 
Oh, a good oh, clue. Already. Stop. Already. I'm going to go um, Claude McAlele. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Stop. Oh, Michael started. Carrick. We haven't started. Yeah, no. okay. We have started. Yeah, we've decided we've started. Exactly. Yeah, but you've used your goes before the first clue, presumably. Yeah, right? but no, you, you, you've, you've, you've decided that we've, if you decided that we've no. started, so. we're ending. It's ended. Stop this. We've right. Got, we've got another minute and a half to right. fill at least. I was born on the 20th of June, 1976. That makes him 70, Marcus. Yeah, so, you know. 70 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I have 23 international caps, scoring one goal. Sometimes the old international caps and goals record can be quite mm. revealing, mm. can't it? <sighs> not on this occasion. Whenever they score one goal, it's like, is that a keeper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not international level, not international <laughs> level. I have played alongside Lionel Messi, Michael Ballack, and Fabrizio Colaccini. And Fabio Aurelio. Hmm. Nice mix there. Sorry, can you say those players again? Stop. It's not Maxi Rodriguez, is it? No, it's not. Okay. Leo, Me- more Leo Messi, okay. Fabio Aurelio, uh, Michael Ballack, and Fabrizio Colaccini. Okay. Oh, Colaccini. Stop. Um, Gabriel Melita. Incorrect. I just went for pure Why Barcelona. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I am one of only five players to have won the Champions League, the Premier League and the World Cup and one of only three to have also won the FA Cup. Stop. Juliano Belletti. Oh, oh Marcus! Marcus! very good. <laughs> Boom, ladies and gentlemen. It's actually Juliano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll give you it. Lord. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Very Only golf for a couple of shirts, which we know. Despite South, being South American, I have a, a, quite an Italian surname. He's, un, he's underrated Did purely he because he played. He um, scored in the Champions League Arsenal. final against yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. And he played for, for Chelsea bit as well. He did. It's Milner's yeah. house, which I quite like. When did what? He, oh, that's house. When did he play with Colaccini? Uh, presumably not for Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Internationally. Oh, no. Of course no, no, not. no, no definitely not. Did he play for Lazio Minero? Oh, something like that. That'll do, that'll do, won't it? Um, Sao Paulo, Cruzeiro, Cruzeiro, maybe? One of them, one of them. Colacini's played for um, Boca Juniors, so it no. could be there. No. Right. Boca. Anyway, be... we'll do this in our spare time. They play together, presumably. All right. There we are. Thanks for listening. Well, to it's, it's not. It's, it's just important because if that is incorrect, your uh, your victory is. In, is well, not really. No, well, all right. Well, well, right. It makes Colacini, it my victory even uh, more where's, impressive, where's doesn't Colacini, it? Uh, where's Colacini play? Uh, sorry, where's um, yeah, where's Colacini? I play? don't actually care. I'm just trying. To... <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Uh, Paletti okay. would have played with Colacini at um, for Sao Paulo, Cruzeiro, yeah. Cruzeiro, uh, <laughs> Villarreal, Fluminense, Villarreal. I'm going to find out. We're yeah, going to do this. We're going to bloody do this, ladies right. and gentlemen. This right. is the bit that normally right. we don't we include. Let's do, let's, do the, let's do the working out. Come they on, let's play do the together at. I don't. I don't know if they have played together. List yet. the list the names of the clubs that Colaccini played. It's very easy. Colaccini played for Boca Juniors, right? Milan, right? For a bit. Um, San Lorenzo, right? Alaves, oh, right? Atletico San Madrid, Lorenzo. right? Villarreal. Villarreal. Yes. Yeah, we go. Villarreal. We've yes, got it in the end. It was Villarreal. Stop t- trying to. Um, He's trying to do the working up. We are singing over the top. I, of it. I love it. The, the book you were you were reading through before we came to the studio is a Lonely Planet Japanese phrase book. Yeah, I love oh, that, Peter. Bumped. It's very oh, consistent. Just, yeah. just getting and getting, getting back to work, mate. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the previous show sponsored by Bet Three Six Five. That is the end of the show. I won going for gold. Congratulations! Yeah. It was a good. It was a really really good guest. Well done, Luke Moore. Thank you. Well done, Pete Donaldson. Atletico Mineiro. Well done, Jim <laughs> Campbell. Cheers, and well done to me. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.
You're a belief, anyone is. Oh. Rude. <laughs>